Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today, we're covering only Murders in the Building, Season 1, Episode 7, The Boy from 6B, as well as Season 1, Episode 8, Fan Fiction. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher who loves only Murders in the Building. This is my second watch through of it, and I'm watching with my co-host and former student, Kurt, who has is watching this for the first time, and Kurt is the greatest podcaster in the history of podcasts a giant amongst ants the seer of series and i'm happy to be here with him kurt is home breaking a thing with your bs generation i don't know how to respond to that uh not all of us only sometimes um when it's deserved when it's deserved uh okay mr sal yes we have two more episodes of Only Murders in the Building after well, this. Well, we, after we co- finish covering this and the after next this. one, so kind yeah. of four. Kind of four more, but <laughs> I'm curious to know who the murderer is. Or murderers. Oh, man. Oh, man. my theories that I will reveal at the end of the second episode. But. You, well, you're going to reveal some theories at the end I of the first re- episode. I will re- reveal some. They were wrong, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, uh, Listen, I am so upset, by the way. Okay. I'll save it for the whodunit, but anyway, yeah, go on. <laughs> okay. All right. Basically, I uh, came up to my own conclusion, and then they explained it in the next episode, and I thought I was so smart for coming up with that. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, let's guess our ratings here. Uh, this episode, The Boy from 6B, I, uh, I think, well, first of all, I think this is, I think this is your favorite episode, and since you've already given a ten, I'm going to say you gave this a ten. I've already given it. Didn't you say? Didn't you pre-rate eight for me as a ten? Yeah, I'm going to guess ten for that one as well. Okay. <laughs> I think you gave this a ten. Oh, I sure did. Of course, I did. This is this is a episode. Really... <laughs> this is such a great episode. I was oh, like. I was like, are they going to be not talk the whole time? And then they, I mean, except for like the last scene, they did not, yeah. or the flashbacks, they did not talk the whole time. No, like, even the flashbacks, they didn't talk. Oh, you're right. They, well, there's there's it, no it, spoken words that we can hear. Oh, oh you're right. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're just, yeah, just um, she's the oh, moving. The stuff that could have been audible, we always get from Theo's perspective. So it's, yeah. it's him reading lips. And then everything else, what I think is so brilliant about it is not just that it's all Theo's perspective that's silent it's that even the stuff that's not from theo's perspective is via text message or scrabble sexting or anything else like it's it's all these amazing ways to to get silence into it it's uh, it's so cool yeah almost always makes sense yeah yeah basically basically does i mean i'm I'm okay with yeah every time (laughs) i love it (laughs) it's so brilliant i love it so much it's great uh I, I, I yeah i love everything about this episode this is and this by the way is the second highest rated episode on imdb by user rating so understandable it's such a unique it's, episode yeah it's yeah so yeah uh, okay well now I'm, I'm wondering i'm wondering if you ended up liking fan fiction more than this or not um we'll see when we get there but i'm glad you liked this one doesn't it and uh, you know i noticed that a lot there wasn't much you know audible language in this episode the first time i watched it i didn't realize until this time that there was none except for those except for last three yeah. words yeah the yeah and, uh, this episode also i would say it has some humor but not as much humor yeah as, as some other episodes yes 
I would I would agree with that. But that's okay. It's okay. There's a there's a lot of um I guess plot or just learning of the history yep. of Konya and what's occurred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, it's it's true. And we're and I think honestly, like I think seeing the whole thing from Theo's perspective is really kind of powerful. I, I really I've I've grown to really appreciate in the last few years, uh, movies and television shows that are set from the perspective of hearing impaired individuals. So, um, uh, did you watch the sound of metal by the, by any chance? No. A fantastic movie. And, and much of it is in silence. You know, it, it's, it's, it's really, it's pretty amazing. And, and this episode is, is no different. This is great. Especially with it's, this is not just silence. There's that white noise that you hear through the whole thing, which is pretty impressive too. Um, anyway, uh, there, and there are so many, so many scenes that I love in this episode. It's uh, it's phenomenal. Okay, well let's let's start talking about some of those scenes. Uh, the funniest scene to me was the Scrabble sexting. I agree totally. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I just uh, so brilliant. I was like, this is amazing. This is like these two people are just awkward enough to to do this thing. Like I this is, <laughs> yeah, I love the words. Yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> so great. So great. I love it. So yeah, I'm glad you agree. That that is the funniest thing to me. Have um, you ever Scrabble sexted Kurt? No. I do, I don't <laughs> remember the last time I played Scrabble. Like, <laughs> right. like in real life. Probably when not when I was in elementary school. Yeah. Who plays yeah. Scrabble? Uh you Steve do. Steve Martin and Steve right, Martin and Amy Ryan. <laughs> I don't I don't play Scrabble actually, okay. but I mean I, I I'm not opposed to playing Scrabble. There was I a am. period of time when I don't know when uh, like uh, 2012 13. What was that game? Uh, Words with friends. Mm-hmm. That was really popular. Did you ever play that? No, I don't think so. I mean, it was Scrabble. It was actually Scrabble, but uh, they called it Words with friends because it was you know online and play against friends but anyway uh it, it was pretty fun so i was into that for a little while when it first came out but everybody was it's a big scrabbler <laughs> not really anyway but i you know if, if scrabble was like this i might get into it this was this was pretty interesting <laughs> so, anyway. anyway uh all right let's talk about our favorite scenes i actually think that the scrabble scene was your favorite scene I think your favorite scene is the Scrabble scene. Okay, it is not. Mine is also not. So oh, it was okay. my second though. My it was my second. I I was very torn on putting it. What I ended up putting was Theo and Zoe at the top of the rooftop. Oh, okay. All right. That is, that's a, that is a great scene. You know, you're you're and mine was actually the scene that follows that when when Theo goes back to Teddy. Oh, oh, that, yeah, that, mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's I I love that scene because I first of all I love the opening scene so much where you can see both Teddy and Theo's frustration with each other. Mm-hmm. It's it's heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking to see it because Teddy wants nothing more than to share this music with with his son, and his son just actually can't and doesn't want to be like made to feel worse about the fact that he can't, he can't hear yeah, yeah. And, and but there, there's still an affection there you can tell that that teddy really loves this kid regard even even though they have this really awkward moment um but at any rate the the idea of him going back to teddy uh and teddy just 
un, like unquestioningly. I mean, he asked the, the three questions, but it's it's not to scold his son or to reprimand him. It's questions so that he can fix the problem. You know, and this and this keeps coming back. You know, throughout the episode, you don't take care of me; I take care of you. And and, and it's it uh, it's the the theme of that uh, that theme of the episode. This complicated relationship between again complicated relationship between parent and child. Uh, which we, we see in like every series we cover uh, because it's just such a universal truth. So uh, anyway, uh, it, it's, it's great. I love that scene so much. So what, what did you love so much about the Zoe and Theo scene on the roof? I mean, it might just be the fact that I was like, oh, so Theo's the one that pushed her off. But it's also like the culmination of, you know, Theo had a thing for Zoe. Um, I don't know how much Joe felt back to Theo. I mean, she did call him cute, but, uh, you know, and then you know, they have their argument. Theo is obviously interested in Zoe, you know, leave, leave him, blah, blah, blah. And then they start to kind of, she gets mad and says he doesn't understand where the pity lies in this relationship and all this other stuff. Oh, that is I, so biting. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I like their little argument. And then obviously, so it takes a bit of a tumble, so. Yeah, I do think the scene went a long way toward making Theo more sympathetic and Zoe completely unsympathetic. <laughs> I mean, I mean, she's she's like, I feel like I'm dating the help to Oscar, you know, and, and then to Theo, you know, there's some misplaced pity here. I think I don't think you have some confused about which way the pity flows. Like, yeah. and these are just like some of the some of the. Jerkiest yeah, and she stole say. the ring, and she's like, uh, "Normally, people, you know, let you keep the ring if they want to bag you or something." You know that yeah. something to that effect. Yeah, and, yeah, Ugh, yeah. So, but yeah, it did, and and it, and it made I thought made Theo quite a sympathetic character. Yeah, because he didn't like purposely push her off or anything. So right. Yep. Oh yeah. All right. So, uh, anything else you want to say in preamble before we start running through the scenes? Uh, no. Okay, so we get this heartbreaking scene of Teddy trying to convey how beautiful Carousel's My Boy Bill is to young Theo. And by the way, that's the song that plays in the closing credits. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, it's My Boy Bill. So, and and, I mean, the song itself is all about, you know, a father singing about his his son and all all the, you know, great things that he hopes his son will be someday. It's, It's like, it's pretty pertinent. Uh, Theo then, through binoculars, catches wind of the plan to break into Teddy's apartment. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oliver gets Teddy out for half an hour or so, and even though Oliver wanted to go to Sardi's and have a big lunch. Teddy says, no, I remember I only got half an hour. So Theo, and of course we know all this because Theo is reading lips. Mm-hmm. Which is super useful in this case. Yeah, but yeah. and so like throughout the whole episode, yeah, reading lips, reading lips able to, across the building. Yeah, so <laughs> the binoculars. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Theo gives uh, Lester an ASL lesson, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Uh, he says the cheese is always right. You know, <laughs> I think you mean I hate all these people or something like that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, anyway, he breaks into Charles' uh, house or apartment to photograph the board just as Charles and Mabel break into the Demas's apartment. Charles and Mabel find a secret room full of urns from Shine On Funeral Home and they get out just as Theo comes in. Thank goodness he did not hear them. Yes. yes. Tons of noise possibly, who knows? But- <laughs> That's true. Theo warns Teddy that they are, they're onto them 
and Teddy says, if, look, if there's a problem, I'll fix it. I look after you, not the other way around. And we see Teddy putting jewels into one of the urns when he says this. Mm. Yeah, and there's a shipment tonight. That's right. Yeah. There is a shipment tonight, yes. And in a flashback, Theo watches the Hardy Boys break in, and Zoe catches him. When I say catches him, I really, I guess he catches them. <laughs> but Zoe notices him noticing them through this peephole that they have. Uh, but she doesn't give him up. Instead, she signs that he's hot and she mm -hmm. puts the ring on mm -hmm. in front of him as if to taunt him. <laughs> so we that's just such a weird interaction to me. I was just like, knowing someone's there watching you and still just stealing the ring. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Well, I, it's it's just another layer of manipulation of Zoe. Yeah. There she feels like she can manipulate him sexually into just letting her waltz out with the ring. Yeah. And and she's right, you know. Yeah, the OVA doesn't do anything about it, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, back in real time, Theo finds a glove that the, that uh, Charles and Mabel dropped. I don't know why they're wearing these giant yellow plastic like dishwashing gloves. Well, they don't but, want they don't want the fingerprints to be on the crime scene. I feel like there are like more discreet gloves than this. If I was walking through that are reusable. Okay, there are, most gloves are, but uh, if I was walking through a hall and saw Charles Hayden Savage at Teddy Demas's door with giant yellow rubber gloves on, I'd be a little suspicious. That's all I'm saying. Okay, well, teach their own. Uh, indeed. So uh, Jan arrives at Charles' apartment for their second date, and we get another flashback. Zoe flirts with Theo on the elevator, and Teddy notices the ring and blames theo although he is impressed that zoe speaks asl yeah but yeah he he, he probably just presumes that um theo gave Zoe the ring mm, yes all right mabel and oliver crash a funeral and and get down the stairs i do <laughs> oliver like oliver weeps oliver. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> oliver crying in this scene is very funny it is uh, and they find another secret room downstairs. Meanwhile, Charles and the Jan. I dance. want to be noted that this secret yeah. room is also behind another bookshelf, and and an obelisk. <laughs> so yes, bookshelf obelisk. You see an obelisk on a bookshelf with anything connected with the Demises. You better go check that out. <laughs> this is their yeah, just a traditional <laughs> secret door. So. Yes, yes. All right, Charles and Jan dance and play the sexiest ever game of Scrabble. Mm -hmm. your favorite or you're one of our favorite scenes are definitely yeah. our funniest scene we all definitely are very great yeah. oliver and mabel get caught by gray roger theo <laughs> theo is a gray roger gray are you roger. having a are you having a stroke <laughs> she meant to say grave robber right yeah <laughs> she <laughs> but i did love uh oliver's response are you happy yeah. to <laughs> uh in flashback theo watches zoe and oscar seemingly break up and he tries to kind of move in after oscar moves <laughs> out uh and flirt a little bit and but he does ask for the ring back she laughs at the idea of him getting her a real ring which is another just i mean such a jerk <laughs> she apologizes like, for being a jerk though. oh i'm sorry for being such a okay well he he apparently goes too far in trying to psychoanalyze her as she says and she gives him an aggressive lesson about which way the pity flows 
pushing him and berating him. And when he tries to get off, get her off of him, he accidentally pushes her off the building, which Tim sees, Tim Kono. Oh, no. <laughs> so we pretty much know the whole story of, of the flashbacks at this point, I think. Mm-hmm. But Theo goes to Teddy, who assures him that he can fix it. And he tells Tim to say nothing or else. He threatens Tim and Mabel. So I guess we, we didn't know that uh, before. We kind of had pieced together that Tim had seen who killed Zoe. Yeah. Uh, and that's, and the, and uh, we kind of speculated that we didn't speculate about that part though, that, that whoever, uh, that Teddy had threatened Mabel to Tim and that's what got Tim to, to hold his tongue. Yeah. Charles is in bed with Jan and gets, uh, gets up and gets 78 messages, including Tim's password, which is Theo. Oliver and Mabel are tied up in Theo's van and Theo texts Teddy that they've seen, they've seen everything. But Charles gets into the phone. And it was, is it we've got him? I think we did it? it. We did it. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah. They did it. Huzzah. Huzzah. All right. That was a pretty fast run through. Did you want to uh, say anything about any of that before we check in on TV time? Um, no, I, nothing, uh, particularly no. Okay. Well, let's check in on, uh, the time then looks like it's just about quarter to TV time. Yeah. And now it's actually TV, TV time. time. Oh, Our okay. quarters go really fast on, on show hoppers. TV time is a quick time. <laughs> TV time is a quick time. Sad, sad, really. TV yeah. Fleeting. <laughs> All right. What do you think? Kind of scale from one to five. Uh, the people gave it a five. They did eighty-five percent only. Only eighty-five percent. Imagine I, the rest of people were like illiterate or forgot to put subtitles on. Even though I'm pretty <laughs> sure it comes with the subtitles. Yeah, you don't need the <laughs> subtitles on. But well, um, it does come with the subtitles. One percent said one star. How is this possible? I make mean, people being annoyed by the premise. Listen. I don't want to read my show. <laughs> I wanna, oh, yeah. I want to. I want to. Always you know, that. If I wanted to read, I'd read a book. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I suppose so. I, I have heard that argument several times. All right. But the characters, this is the harder part, usually. Let's okay. see if it's harder this time. Uh, you and the people said Theo. I'm going to go with the people that did not say Selena Gomez for this. Oh, Mabel for this one. <laughs> and I think you said Theo as well. That is correct. Of course, I said Theo. And you are, of course, correct about me. Uh, I don't think there's any question that, that Theo is the most interesting and best character no, in this episode. No, what did the people say, though, Mr. Sal? Well, 62 of them, 62% of them said Mabel for some no, reason. No, really? How do I keep betting against this? They always <laughs> it's, say Mabel. A, it's a default setting. It's Mabel. Theo does come in second with 19%. 19? Yeah. Oh, Crazy, right? My God. It's nuts. This is nuts. I think everyone's we're watching these shows for completely different reasons. Oh. <laughs> I got I, I gotta just say Mabel, man. How many episodes has Mabel not been first place? Right, one? Is it only one? I think it's only one so far. It's only one. It's only the one uh the the sting. That was the one with Porky Pig and Bugs Bunny. Charles got first place for that yeah, one. Yeah, we were in Charles' point of view. Yeah, how did Theo not get it? This is ridiculous. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, it's amazing in this episode. I don't know. It's just I don't understand these things. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. Okay. 
Well, anyway. All right. So that brings us to who done it, Kurt. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I have two things are you, of. Well, are you adding anybody to the list for this episode? Uh, I have. Well, I'll, I'll name through them if they're in a new edition. Let me know, but mm-hmm. I don't think any of these are new. Okay. Uh, it, it's it's mainly two groups, I guess. Number one, mm-hmm. the therapist. Uh, something is agitating the therapist in the lobby when a when Theo comes down. The therapist is talking to Lester. He seems agitated okay. about something, but all right, he, he walks off. All right, I then kind of put Teddy and Theo in the same camp here, and you know, I mean, there's there's a litany of reasons, I guess, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm not really even gonna get into it. Um, yeah, but there's a litany of reasons. But I did note, I don't think it is. Theo or Teddy, because otherwise, why would they sponsor a podcast and then poison the dog to try and get um, Oliver to stop? But then later, Teddy's so happy that the podcast is doing so well. Mm. So, so I really don't think uh, it's them from this. Now, I was proud of myself for making this conclusion, yes. right? <laughs> and then they said, and then exactly they say that. in the next episode, and I'm like, gosh darn it! I was so upset. <laughs> like I like. The tie-dye guy, I'll be honest, I wasn't that I, I've gone back and seen episodes. I, I've gone back and looked through the episodes after seeing the last, like the next episode, because I was trying to like piece together some clues. Cause I I mean, since our next coverage is gonna be the final two episodes, I kind of have to nail down a final guess. So <laughs> yeah, so anyway, for this episode, I went with the therapist <laughs> because I didn't just because I have no one else to go with. That's that's Grover, uh, Grover yes. Stanley, Doctor Grover yeah, Stanley. And, yes, and he was already on our list. So yeah, I mean, I mean, our list of people that we've put out there as possibilities. But, yeah. but this is the first time that you've ever. Yeah, you know, I've I've thrown it at him because I don't I didn't think it was a Teddy and Theo, and right. really do you, so much else. Do you want or Jan or Jan? Okay, but she didn't do anything do you, suspicious this episode, just because. Gotcha. Did you want to draw a through line to Grover and figure out why or or, or how or, or anything like that? Or no, really? I don't understand how it would be Grover, to be honest with you. He was okay. just, I just had no one else to really put for this episode. All right. Basically, this episode, I was like, I don't think it's Theo and Teddy. Okay. I don't know who it so, is from this episode. The, the argument about why would they sponsor a podcast that could out them, I don't think that argument holds a ton of water uh, because they, they're going to make I, them the next I episode, agree. too. Yeah, um, I agree with that. But, yeah, I, I feel like there are loads of reasons why you sponsor a podcast. I mean, first of all, you, you're, I mean, you've taken away editorial freedom from the, the creators of the podcast because you basically, if the if you don't sign their checks, then the podcast doesn't exist. Yeah. So I don't there's think the that sponsorships, the the big uh, damning one in this case, though. I think it's the poisoning of the dog, but then him so happy about the podcast. Right. Okay. Because well, the, the dog no happy. left like ended or else and the podcast or else. But then he's, you know, he's celebrating it. Oh, at least another episode. Oh, come on. And this like and then he but, signs them on for more. And okay, it, well, but I could counter that with you know that that poisoning of the dog came before Oliver even asked Teddy for money. Did I it? think didn't well, that, that sure happened it that happened at the end of episode three. No, he asked him for money before the end of episode three. Because then did he ask him for money in the sink? I thought that's when he asked him for money, but maybe maybe I'm wrong about that. How well uh, do you know your neighbors? Is that when he asked him for money? No, you're uh, no, because I, I, I think the sting it had to be late. the sting. No, because he so he met Sting on the elevator at the end of 
at the end of yeah 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 oh no the thing would have been too late i think to ask him for money like i think he asked for it in that third episode which uh, he 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 does he does it's in the it's in the third you're right so and so and he got he did get the sponsorship yeah at that point almost simultaneously so i i don't see him why he'd give the money and do that like i i get the fact it would like take away suspicion from himself but i it's I, I mean, just think it's more implausible, right? So does, I, it, I, does it not make for a better, more lucrative podcast if the leader is having his dog poisoned? <laughs> so now he's doing, yeah, you're right. So he's doing it on <laughs> purpose for, yeah, yeah, maybe. Shock now, so, uh, but anyway, that's why I don't think it's uh, Teddy and Theo. Okay. So even at this point, you didn't think it was Theo and Teddy? No. I think this episode, right. yeah, I think this episode, I was like, yeah, okay, I thought about it. I was like, no, I don't think it could be them. Okay. I, the main reason I was like, man, they're putting too much light on Teddy and Theo. I actually don't think it's them. Why is why would it not be them? And I figured out that reason. I'm like, okay, that's a good reason. I don't think it's them. <laughs> and then I was like, well, I don't know who it is. Darn therapist. <laughs> so I maybe All Jan. Right. I could have said Jan, but I went with therapist. Gotcha. All right. Well, Kurt, then let, let me ask you this. Are you a Maybelline, a Hayden Maiden, or a putt nut? I might be turning into a putt now. I thought it was a Hayden Maiden, but <laughs> but yeah, yeah you like an Oliver these days. I huh? do like Oliver. Oliver yeah. is, a, is a good laugh. Yeah, he is a good laugh. I I I'm probably a Hayden Maiden, but uh, but I, I don't know. Put, putt nut is a possibility as well. So all right, well, let me guess your rating on this. Now this episode, I had, I had pre-rated already. I said this was going to be your favorite episode. Mm-hmm. I might walk that back a little bit because I I. I wasn't expecting you to love the previous one as much as you did. So it's, that one probably stays your favorite, but I think you still give this one a 10 out of 10. Okay. Uh, I think you gave this an eight out of 10. Wait, what? I mean, no, you gave it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> I did give it a 10 out of 10. Okay, good. I also <laughs> gave it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> okay, good. You had me worried there. I was like, eight out of ten. What is he guessing this for? Why is it? I mean, there's there's no purpose. I had already guessed your rating. You had, the only purpose there was in, in guessing eight out of ten was just to worry me. You know, I love it, to worry. So it did it work? I guess it did. Yeah, I got pretty worried. So you know, stick that. Never mind. Okay. All right. Funniest scene. Well, well, why why do you love this episode so much? What is it that you love? About oh, it? I this one's so funny. It is hysterical. So funny. I love the fans. I love um, mm-hmm. I love uh the Charles and Jen humor constantly about them. Oh, we're <laughs> dating now. Oh, we had sex. Blah blah blah. <laughs> so it's like all just them like they're they're, they're acting like, like high school or like like middle school. Yeah, more. middle school. Like <laughs> yeah, so it's like yeah, like just the weird. I don't know how to describe it. Like they're so um obsessed with themselves together. I guess like their relationship is like the number <laughs> yes. one thing, and it's like they're defining quality traits that they have this relationship <laughs> even though they're like pretty old so yeah I, it's so funny so yeah so so many funny things to reenact and it's good so it's, it's such good humor um yeah. and i think it's a good it's a good like it's a good like tying episode with you know we got we got the fans we're trying to analyze what's going on here and i think for me personally well i don't know when we'll figure out who the um if we ever will figure out who the um, Moidor is. There is a season two. There's a season two. But <laughs> for me personally, this is like a, you know, a bit of a, you know, we're reviewing the evidence. And for me, 
I'm really reviewing the evidence here because I feel the need to make a stake my claim. So I, you know, I, I mm-hmm. kind of feel that in um, what's the word for it? A connection, I guess. Uh, not the word I want, but yeah, I, you know, harmonized. I don't know. What it it's, it's the same thought process I have right now. Is I'm trying to solve it. They're trying to solve it. So I, I enjoy yep. that. And yeah, so I, I, I felt it was a good episode. Yeah. Yeah, the, the fans added a dimension ending. I never expected to see in this show. Oh, I, I, I love this. I loved it in a uh, centaur world. I love it here. Yes, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it's it's really funny because I, up until this point, I was really loving the series, but I wasn't like really surprised by anything. And these these two episodes came along and just really surprised me. Just very unexpected stuff with the the silent episode followed by the episode of of just like this fan uh fan community yeah and, like the uh, the main character for this episode oh, i say main but the one that they show us inside the mind of is a fan i know we've never met before it's 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 so cool and they come in and they bring their fresh perspective on it because they know more about it than the people creating this, this the podcast yeah <laughs> they've they've listened to it more they probably know all the details better it's it's really a neat it's it's a neat thing to to bring out here it's, i i thought it was very cool and i do love the charles and jan humor i think it's hysterical and oh so let's talk about our funniest scenes uh among my funniest scenes i think uh is oliver just ribbing on the pizza rolls just <laughs> well, they're really dry we need more depth for this <laughs> yeah i i really love that uh because i mean I, I don't know why oliver hates jan so much but <laughs> i mean she was right in fact but i don't know why he hates her so much like it, it, she's done nothing to them well she's she's encroaching on their trio I guess, yeah, but he, but he brings three more people into it. Well, they I needed he, those people. They needed, think, them. and they weren't part of the true trio. They're just here yeah. temporarily. I think he was feeling left out because Mabel brought in Oscar, and now Charles has brought in Jan, and he just needs somebody to bring in. So he brings these three in. But I think the funniest scene to me is just the opening scene with where we meet these fans and and the Mabel. I agree. That's what the, that's yeah. what I put too. Like, yeah, they complain about. <laughs> oh my goodness! Like it's such a meta thing they're doing. Then they complain about the Sting cameo. Like the whole episode yes. had no stakes, as if it's going to be Sting. <laughs> and. Yeah, the the one person's like, "What do you guys all hate this episode?" No, no, we love it. Like a typical fandom, <laughs> just complaining yeah. about it nonstop, but then going, "But no, we do love it in the end." We just, yeah, just noting. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so good. That is like this is. I, I think this is meta done significantly better than Centaur World. In fact, but, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, better. but it's but it's really really cool. I, I fandoms incorporated into the things that they're supposed to be fandoms of are just amazing to me i love it it's really funny yeah it's good all right cool so let's talk about our favorite scene in the episode i think you you know what i I said it last time too but i I think again your funniest scene is your favorite scene the opening scene i think yours you know you're a big theater guy i think yours was the uh reenactment okay you're right mine was the reenactment mine was also the reenactment (laughs) It's so good, isn't it? It's so so, so I, I count it as when the fans come inside. Uh, uh, can, can I include all of them when the fans come inside or just the reenactment? I I thought about including when the fans come inside. It, the, that's, I agree. But that's section. We agree, inside, though. We agree, though. That, yes. that whole section. Though. Yeah, okay. Yes. We're in, we're in but if I had to pick a part of that section, it would be the, the reenactment. The reenactment. Because it, it, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good trying to show, you're trying to showcase. I love Oliver 
on the director role right and then it's, yeah. you know, it's all, so much humor in it. it it's great so yeah it's when sam you know falls dead he's like we'll, we'll work on that later yeah. <laughs> oh yeah it's 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 good stuff it's good. i love how excited they are when they get their roles yeah <laughs> sam's especially like so i'm dead <laughs> literally <laughs> yeah it's so good oh man oh, this, isn't this series great it's a good series it, it, <laughs> it's great humor and yeah i don't know i mean it's gonna come down for me who the like if i feel it's super unfair who the murderer is i'll be mm-hmm. upset i can i ask you i mean you can choose not to answer this but are, uh, are like have you seen clues to who the murderer is mr sal oh that's yes it, oh okay, so, okay. Wow. yes yeah okay noteworthy okay okay all right uh yeah maybe i shouldn't have answered that well that, no, that's fine that's good i figure there's a murderer mr sal it would be uh, and i know who it is and i'll reveal okay. who i think it is okay i googled it no, I didn't. You. <laughs> oh all right well let's start running through the scenes here yeah. we open at the arconian with the arconians camped out outside uh, and another week has gone by without a new episode theo brings mabel and oliver to teddy uh, we already talked a lot about that opening scene i don't yeah, think we need to yeah. talk anymore about that but theo brings mabel and oliver to teddy and in the car ride back to the arconia teddy tells them that the podcast needs to end tomorrow morning though he also denies knowing anything about Ken- tim kono's death so I, it's, do, you, do you believe him or not? I mean, it's, I, I almost, I kind of tend to believe him here. I mean, obviously he's, he is telling the truth in retrospect, but mm-hmm. as I saw it, I tended to believe him because he has nothing left to hide at this point. They already suspect everything. I believed him because I know he's telling the truth. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Just that confident. Well, because okay. of the last episode, I knew, I knew Mr. Sal. Like I, I knew it wasn't Teddy. You, you did tell the, me that. Yeah, the donations, and I'm so I'm still upset that they talked about it in this episode. I felt so. <laughs> I felt aha. It's the second time that's happened to you. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> in all fairness, the tie dye guy. I really overlooked how much you said the tie dye guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I thought I was like, oh, there's a tie dye yeah. guy. They, yeah. They're not going to yeah. remember him. But and I, by the way, the other thing to remember is, you know, we're covering these episodes two at a time and you could binge them all right in a row right now. But when they were released, they were released one episode per week. So mm-hmm. you could have been sitting on that theory that it's not Teddy and Theo. And here's why you could have been sitting on that for a week while you waited for the next episode, which would have, I think, been more you, you would have been less upset with them revealing it had you sat on it no for a week any rather. evidence any evidence that i come up with on my own i don't want them revealing because i don't want other people but, to know my evidence i want what if, I, I want to get it right mr cell and no one else got it right but but what if when they reveal it if they reveal that evidence that you found like i want them to reveal it i want them to reveal it in the episode when they catch who the murderer is okay i'm like aha i knew this yeah 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 and then they got the murderer just like i said like that's okay. that's that that'd be my ideal episode okay. they only reveal it when they catch him or after they catch him or her all right i may have revealed I, who i think's the murderer with that statement uh-huh. and i just want to point out one other thing about this scene there's this little bit where teddy says you know i learned asl a lot of parents don't which that really broke my heart to to, 
I, I was, I'm shocked. I'm shocked yeah. that that a lot of parents don't learn ASL for their hearing impaired children. That that's like that's really sad. <laughs> but it it actually added a lot to the previous episode to hear him say that. Yeah, so. yeah. He took the time to learn it. I mean, he, he seemed to have a tenuous relationship with his son when yeah. he was younger, but he, he seems to really care for him now. Yeah. I love the Demises, by the way, both of them. I just they're think cool. they're such great parts of the series. So, all right. Oliver and Mabel encounter uh, their fa- the fans with their homemade merch. I love uh, it. <laughs> And, and Oliver like shoes them away like paparazzi. Well, at like, first he loves them. He's like, oh, fans. Yeah. And then he calls them vultures. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he's interested again in the merch. Yeah. He's like, oh, yes. how much did you pay for a, a copy from us? How would you pay yeah, for an official one? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty great. All right. Anyway, uh, they go to Charles and Jan, and they, they uh, who have celebrated each other's bodies. Yeah. Brazos was the safe word, yeah. <laughs> I missed that part. Was that actual? Yeah, no, no, no. Jan said that, yeah. <laughs> Jan said that. I did not make that up. <laughs> That's wonderful. Okay. Anyway, they tell uh they tell him about the death threat. And Charles and Jan went through Tim's phone records and they found out about him seeing Zoe's death. Oliver and Mabel are not fans of Jan specifically and just the fact that they did this together in general. And they decide to go after Teddy. So the three of them sidebar away from Jan uh, and decide that they are going to go after Teddy. They are not going to just you know roll over and end the podcast, but they need help. They need the detective who I think her name is D. I'm going to call her D. If, if, if it's not D, still D good for, for detective. detective. Yeah. Yep. So they need D's help. So good they, go, they go to meet her. And she's low-key running a tax, a tax report, sorry, and fingerprints uh, on Tim and his, and his place. Uh, and she tells them to make the rest of the case. They've got to make it without her because she, somebody doesn't want this case open. Yeah, and so she needs them to and, to do it, and she can't take their evidence because it's illegally gotten. So if they can release yep. it on their podcast, then she can yes. work with that. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, but she needs the who, the how, the why, and the why not. The, not the, the what. what. She never said. She never said what. what? <laughs> the what? Not the no, why. Not the, <laughs> yeah. The who? <laughs> the who? The how? The why? And the why not? So that's what she needs. Why now? Why now? Sorry. Why now? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I guess that's technically kind of true as well. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very, uh, a, apathetic why, killer. Yeah, why, why not? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what the hell? All right. Jan, uh, Jan and Oscar show up to brainstorm Oliver and Mabel are not into Jan being there. And Oscar tells them Tim bought the ring right before he died. So that that ring that Zoe was wearing, not as she died, but the night she died, uh, Tim found it and he bought it and then he died. And he didn't have the ring. And Tim didn't have the ring and Zoe wasn't didn't have it when she died. As far as I well, according to Oscar. Yeah, according to Oscar and according to uh, Mabel. Mm -hmm. Exactly. All right. Oliver 
who has gone out to get some air, some dip because the pizza rolls are dry, <laughs> runs into the Arconians who have some good ideas. And so he invites them up. He tells Charles that Jan, his girlfriend, who they, they've, they've now established their boyfriend and girlfriend, is reverse help, like a truffle pig who finds bad ideas. So mean. <laughs> <laughs> but Tim, the the fans the Arconians they have some good ideas though Tim lived on floor 9 but entered the elevator with the trash bag on floor 6 that's Teddy's floor Jan wonders why they aren't looking more closely at Howard now I don't know why she doesn't like the idea of it being the Demises but she yeah, kind of fixates on Howard here Oliver shoots that down now we're not looking at Howard and suggest that the trashed notes were actually written by Teddy as a threat to make his murder, Tim's murder, look like a suicide. And then he, our favorite thing happens here. He gets the Arconians to reenact Theo murdering Tim. But Jan is still not buying it. And Oliver just roasts her and kicks her out. And when <laughs> she gets back to her apartment, there's a note on her door that says, I'm watching you. Why does she say it like that? What if it's more of That's, a pleasant way? Like it's like I'm watching. I'm watching you. you. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm watching you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like so, she feels safe. I feel safe when I saw that on my. Door. I mean, oh, thank you. Someone's watching me, right? Is that like a? <laughs> I'm, I, I'm watching you. Sounds a lot like the lyrics to a sing a sting song. It, is it? Yeah. Every <laughs> step you take, every move you make, I'll uh, be watching you. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. You go ahead and look it up, but I'm telling you. All right. They record the final episode and they get they get it to D first. It's got to go to D first so that she's ready to be at the Demises. She shows up to arrest the Demises. Who, the episode is titled The Demises Take a Dip. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> uh, Lester, Will, Bunny, Uma, and the Arconians all listen to this final episode. And the youngest Arconian, who I don't know the youngest Arconian's name, do you? No. Okay, he wasn't up there with them when they did the reenactment, but anyway, the youngest Arconian wonders... Oh, was it Grant? I think they said their name because they went off to, like, I don't remember. Anyway. It might have been Grant. Okay, but the young, that, that youngest Arconian wonders why the Demises would sponsor a podcast that could call... Could oh, I hate them. this conversation. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, the podcasters celebrate without Jan. She's not responding to Charles's messages. Mabel, meanwhile, shows Oscar a video of Tim apologizing to him and stating his plan to take down the Demises. And this this makes Oscar get a little bit emotion, emotional. And it, it is it is very humanizing to see Tim do this because oh. Tim did not seem like a very likable character up to this point. No, yeah, definitely not. D is on the phone with Oliver. And they're both very excited until she finds out that Tim was poisoned and dead before he was shot. And the Demises were outside during or while the fire alarm was going off. Mm. Charles, feeling sad that he's not celebrating with Jan, goes to apologize to her when he gets to her apartment. She is on the floor bleeding from the side back area. The side back area. I couldn't really tell. Could you tell? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't know the. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good. That's that's a good description. <laughs> From the torso. I just like to imagine, like a doctor's, like nurse. Where, where, where's where's she bleeding? 
the side <laughs> torso Back area. area. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not there. <laughs> <laughs> then like goes out to tell the, the family, well, what's wrong? Well, you see Jane, she got striked in the side back torso area. So. All right. Well, those are the scenes. Anything you want to add? Um, no, nothing um, particularly in terms of the recap now. Okay. All right. Well, then let's check the time here. Okay. What time? Whoa. Already. Mr. Sal, it's TV time. It's TV time again. How nice. Wow. Ain't no time. Look at TV time. The people gave it a five. They did again, eighty-five percent. Okay, the people also voted Mabel as their favorite character. <laughs> okay, you voted um, Charles, and I. Wait, wait, wait! I get to guess you. Oh yeah, thank you. <laughs> but 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 come up with something before I guess you because like, yeah, I, I was... it sounded like you didn't really know. Well, I'm stuck between two, but I I got I, I landed I landed. I think you're stuck between Charles and Jan, and I think you picked Charles. Ooh, you're right, but you picked wrong. It's Jan. <laughs> I picked Jan too, so we're both oh, wrong. Oh, yeah. what do the people vote for? Uh, Mabel, forty nine percent. Who's second? Oliver, thirty five percent. Okay, so the, the, my my conditional for Jan is I don't know if she's dead. I think she is. That's why I voted her as my favorite character. Ah, uh, gotcha. Um, yeah. Oh, so you gave her the in memoriam vote? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, mine was well, may have right? may have been a minute in memoriam vote, but oh, she's I really legitimately funny. think yeah. she was my favorite character in the episode. Oh yeah, that's so funny. So, oh right. yeah, it's good. All right. Uh, well then, I guess that brings us to your final chance at. Well, I mean, yeah, this is your final chance at my real chance telling uh, telling me who done it. Yeah, even though it's kind of like I don't know if in the next episode we'll know who done it and. Well, yeah, I mean, we, even if it is, I it won't feel as nice saying it because then we already right. know like, it's, it isn't. You know, I'll I'll be saying it anyway. Yes. Maybe I'll text you. <laughs> I'm like, I think it's like, but anyway. Okay. Um, a part of it hinges on whether Jane's actually dead or not. If she's alive, she might be a suspect for me. But I did not analyze Jane whatsoever because I'm just presuming she's dead. So okay, well, that asterisk has been placed. But Go plus, for it. plus someone you know going after her. So I I don't think it. But what anyway. So mm-hmm. I went back through some of the old episodes. So, so Theo and Teddy, I already don't think it's them. I talked about that already. So I'm, I'm ignoring that. No, I think Howard, they've, they've yeah, been exonerated. They've been exonerated. <laughs> it seems like. Well, yeah. not for the poisoning though. No, possibly. That's a, that's a fair point because the, Tim so, was poisoned and shot. So. Yeah. So, but, but I don't think it was them in the first place. Okay. I don't okay. think it was them. So uh, for the earlier reasons. So I don't think that's them. Leave it there. Okay. Howard, they seem to be pointing the fingers at Howard. However, I've seen no reason to disbelieve Howard on the side of blood thing. And so if that's the case, Howard could not have shot him, uh, Tim Kono. However, he could have poisoned him. Someone poisoned Tim Kono. However, it would appear that, um, so there's the paw prints from his cat, uh, Evelyn, that died. And he gave it, you know, he's trying to get a tox, uh, you know, the was a talk screening i've got the mm-hmm. word for that's it. good yeah that's good uh for said cat and mm-hmm. he's suspicious the cat got poisoned and he might be correct that might be how evelyn died since evelyn was around the corpse after it died from poisoning so well cat eat a dead body i might look up i might look up some blood i don't know <laughs> yeah. it depends on the cat but it, it was around the corpse yeah. and then it died yeah. so presumably it was poisoned 
okay. because the cat seemed to be in well enough health and Howard's suspicious that it was poisoned. Now, if Howard poisoned Tim Kono, why would Howard keep or why would Howard be openly telling people he thinks his cat was poisoned? That mm. seems really suspicious. So I don't think Howard's the killer because I don't think he's too scared oh. of blood to shoot him afterward to be the second person that shot him. If it is a second person, and I don't think he's the one that poisoned him, because if he poisoned him, he wouldn't openly be telling people, "Oh, I think, I think Tim Kono poisoned uh, my cat." So no. there's that. Okay. Um, so I don't think it's Howard. I don't think Howard's the killer. They're, they're just starting to think it is. I don't think it's Howard. Now the therapist Uma Bunny. I was well, therapist. We haven't known him about a lot. The one lady who wanted uh, Tim Kono's like condo or apartment we've barely seen her i don't think it's Ndidi. ursula indini yeah we've really seen her we've really seen ursula like the building manager uma uh, but build, building manager is bunny ursula is the gut milk okay well, okay so whatever her job is too for because she does some sort of job there oh i see um, what you're saying yeah okay um, oh I, I, you might be right i think she's I, a building I, manager and she's like the head of the the board for whatever the, yeah, the head of the board yeah okay gotcha um Bunny and Uma, we see them listening to the episode together. I don't think it's either of them based on the way they're listening. Um, so let's, let's tie back through some of the old evidence um, uh, of why it could be what it is, right? So the fans talk about Tim came from the sixth floor, uh, which is Teddy's floor. That I don't really know why. We're just going to kind of ignore that because I sort of into my theory. But well, you probably haven't noticed who, or like, if any of other other of our other characters live on the sixth floor. No, I've not been paying attention to the floor count, and I have not googled it. I'm too scared to google that stuff. So yes, you should be, because <laughs> I think you might you might piece it together. But I'm too scared to google that stuff. So Tim, oh man, that worries me because I wonder if it was on the sixth floor. I wonder if it's from when they broke into. Who's the first apartment they broke into? Oh, they broke into Tim Kono's. That's what they picked up. Uh, bunnies, to. actually. Oh, bunnies. No, you're right. Yeah, because they took the package. Well, anyway. So Tim ordered an engagement ring. Okay, that's noteworthy. Let's not forget about that. Mm-hmm. He also had past due rent and building fees. Bunny is really tough on people that have past due rent and building fees. But I don't think it's Bunny. Okay, but we saw Bunny getting a bit rough on um Oliver, but not, not to the point of killing Oliver. Uh, someone poisoned Winnie and left a note. Okay, that's noteworthy. So they have to be aware that to be able to get keys into people's places. So someone who had access, that's something noteworthy. They were able to get into people's places. Bunny has access. Oscar's dad would have had access. So would the other suspect. Lester had Charles' hat. I looked back to see when Charles last wore that hat that we saw that I could see. And it was in the end of episode one on the rooftop when they were opening up the box to reveal the ring. So I don't really understand the hat. But I'm pretty sure almost every episode we've seen Lester, maybe besides like one or something, but like we've seen Lester almost every episode and I could see Lester having a master key looking at footage, right? Maybe he needs money. Maybe someone put him up to it, but I think Lester's the guy that might've been the murderer. Oh, after all, he learned in sign sign language, how much he hates the people of this building. So there's Lester. However, who shot the body? It could have been, um, Oscar, but I think it's a crime of passion. Whoever saw a dead corpse on the ground that was poisoned, right? That's a crime of passion. Furthermore, oh, but crap. Oh, the suicide notes, though. And he, oh, my goodness. Did he poison himself? No, it's not a suicide. <laughs> oh, Mr. Sal, I don't know now. Because I'm thinking about 
all the different notes that that were in the trash, and how ah how would he ever know he, he, he before he was poisoned, or just before he died of the poisoning? Like, man, that's so hard. I don't know. I don't know who done it. Huh. I was gonna accuse Lester and then say like Oscar's dad or something. So when I shot the corpse, um, but I don't. I like ah, oh, this is very hard, Mister Sal. <laughs> you like don't want to give me anything. You're like, hey, it is very difficult to figure out who murdered someone. I'm just gonna go with ranking them in order: Lester, then Oscar's dad, and then Bunny. Bingo, bongo. Okay. And you're completely exonerating our three main characters, right? Yes. Now Charles losing his hat is somewhat suspicious to me, but it is what it is. So. It's Lester, Bunny. No, Lester, Mr. Oscar's dad, Bunny. Lester, Mr. Torres, Bunny. Yes. Okay. I thought, oh, crap, I got it wrong. Listen, I, I got to go do a Hail Mary here. Though. I don't think it's Howard. I don't think it's Teddy or Theo, so I have no clue who it is. Right. I'm so lost, Mr. Sal. Who done it? I don't know. I know. Oh, man. Anyway, we'll find out next episode. Our next set of episodes. We, well, we will find out, maybe, if they unless they carried it over to season two. I don't think they did. We'll see. You I might sure? be upset if they did. I, I might be upset if they did. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that, that's all I have to say for the whodunit. I mean, oh, oh, so, like, is it a risk? No. Ah, oh, because why would they talk about his bills being overdue? Sure it's all his jewelry. But, but why would he care about the ring, Lester? Maybe he just wants money. I don't know. Oscar could use the money. He wants to open up the yoga place. Oh, maybe it was Oscar. Oh. And then he also walked in and gave the evidence. Um, what did he tell um, the most recent episode when he, wa- he walked in and he says that, oh, Tim Kono had the ring. No, yeah, why would he do that? That, 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 would, that might blow back on him if they learned that. Well, unless he's trying to. Oh, whatever. I've, I've said my piece. I'm leaving it now. I'm leaving it. I'm not going to sit around in circles. I've said my piece. All right. Good. So that's it. Yes. I, don't, I, by the way, I don't think it's Sting. It's uh, too obvious. Why would they make a fake, made-up uh, singer be the murderer? That just wouldn't make sense. Not fake. Completely real. Yep. Whatever you say. It's okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, then there we have it. We'll, we'll look forward to seeing exactly who it is who done it hopefully next time we talk to you but uh there uh, i don't want i don't want to make i don't know i want to make sure that everybody just understands there is a season two okay <laughs> they don't and, and you're you're ruling you're also ruling out suicide right i am um, or accident okay. <laughs> that'd be a pretty difficult accident but okay all right well folks by the time you hear this podcast we will be only a very short like week and a half i think away from the the premiere episodes of season two it's very exciting times next week we'll fill that gap by covering episodes nine and episode ten uh as well as having a full season one recap episode for you where we run down each episode of only murders in the building rank them from our least favorite to our favorite talk about some of our favorite titles least favorite titles and maybe some of the deaths if there are more i don't know if there's, if there's only the two deaths then i'm probably not going to rank those so at any rate it's exciting times and only murders in the building and in show hoppers uh so 
get those uh, Hulu subscriptions back up and running if you cancel them because it's happening soon. And in the meantime, folks, you can email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us ratings and reviews. We appreciate that. Five stars, of course, always appreciated. Please do share the podcast around. Tell anybody you know who likes Only Murders in the Building. Watch or listen to this podcast. And if they don't know about Only Murders in the Building, tell them about the show and the podcast. That's, that's a good, these are good conversation starters, folks. But uh, we will be back, back next week. And we will be covering episode nine, double time, and episode 10, open and shut.